It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, everyone. Today is the 16th of September 2018, and we want to welcome you to the morning service of the Pinedale Fellowship. Uh, we're just getting ready to go live on Facebook, um, going on a little bit early um, so we can do some singing. Uh, Mark and Rosette always like to do a little singing beforehand, and I do too. Um, so we will be going live shortly on Facebook in two seconds, one second. We're now live on Facebook. Welcome aboard, everyone, to the morning service of Pineville Fellowship. We're going to be simulcasting or attempting to simulcast on YouTube as well. So you'll just uh, bear with us. We will (laughs) attempt to do this on all of those different platforms. We also are now on Reddit and Twitter. People say, wow, are you becoming a real social media fellow? Well, doesn't the the Bible say something about going into all the world and preaching the gospel to every creature? Now, a lot of the old school Baptists say, oh, Larry's gone off on becoming an evangelism nut. (laughs) Okay. Look, God is the one who opens the doors, and God is the one who opens the heart, and God is the one that closed the doors. And I couldn't even start if he hadn't been the one that done it. So, if you know, uh, if you can't understand that, um, God will reveal it to you if he wants to reveal it to you. <laughs> if he doesn't, I can't do anything about it. So, anyway, that's my answer to my critics. And if you want to stay in your sovereign place, um, instead of sovereign grace, it's your sovereign place. And in your little corner, we used to sing this song, you know, uh, know, let your light shine, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Hide it under a bushel? No, (laughs) I'm going to let it shine. There's a lot of sovereign place people uh, hiding their light under the bushel. We teach strongly these great doctrines of election and predestination and and the five points, total depravity, unconditional election, particular redemption, irresistible grace. Um, and so but we don't limit it to our sovereign space <laughs> in our little quarter. Uh, so anyway, we're getting ready to go live on, on YouTube here. Uh, 9, 16, 18, morning worship, next. Yes, I want to go public. 3, 2, 1. Um, it may take a minute to come up. There we go. Three, two, one, smile for a thumbnail. Yes, I smiled. 
Okay, we're now uh, to go live, going live. Now live. Okay, so I want to welcome all of those people who have joined us. Um, and if you are on Facebook and you want to call in, um, you can call in on TalkShoe and be a part of this program. Uh, the phone number is 605-562-0444. And if you want to come on as a guest, you just push one on the pound sign, and guess what? You're live with us. I want to welcome aboard Tazala Malcolm. Welcome aboard. I also want to welcome the other three people that just jumped on board. Uh, and I cannot pronounce some of these names. I'll give it a shot. Shanthaya, Maduraya, okay, um, and Yoakam Philo, welcome, and I don't know about this one, Lala Mamawia Ralte, welcome, and um, so don't don't hold it against me if I butcher your names, okay? Just just be nice to me because I'm not real good at this kind of thing. <laughs> okay, so you just have to bear with this old codger. Okay, now the first song we're going to sing is taken out of the old school hymnal. We sing out of this old school hymnal, not the new school, the old school. Okay. And it's going to be 488, and it's called Life Eternal. And I'm going to flip this camera over so you can see. Now, I posted my lovely wife. She took a picture out in front of our place this morning. She still got her hat on. That's the one that's in the picture on Facebook this morning. And a lot of people liked her picture, so she just decided, well, I'll just keep my costume. <laughs> no, not costume. I'll just keep my outfit on. Okay. 488. 488, and then Mark will read his scripture after we sing this first song. We don't want to get into a rut, right? We don't put pass out programs, you know. We've got our little candle burning. That doesn't mean anything. That's not incense or anything. We just like candles, okay? <laughs> okay, Mark, you want to start that? I know that I cannot pray just like old Daniel. I cannot preach like the great Apostle Paul. But I know I love my Lord for all his favors. For he died for me to save me from the fall. Let me feel my Savior near when I am dying. Let me feel his precious arms around me tied. While I'm crossing Jordan's streams, there'll be no sign. For the measure, my blessed Lord will be the light. I love to hear the gospel preach while here I'm living. I make to feel upon the mountaintops so high. While in this valley, old Satan is deceiving. Then I fear the time to come for me to die. They'll be shouting on the hills of shining glory. When I leave this world of sin and toil and strife, 
I will be with Christ my Lord to tell the story of his gift to me for my eternal life. Notice it didn't say my temporary life. My eternal life. Okay, Rosette would like to sing out of the Psalter uh, a psalm, but before she does that, Mark, why don't you uh, sit forward a little bit here and, and so people can see you. Uh, now, give the world a smile each day. <laughs> there you go. Now, read the scriptures for us. This is Mark, and by the way, just by way of announcement, we're going to be doing a Friday night Bible study, Mark and myself, together, every Friday night around, probably around 6 o'clock. Um, and it's in, Mark's the one that entitled this program. What did you call it, Mark? In My Father's House. I like that title. Thank you. What did you call it again? In My Father's House. In My Father's House, or many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. Okay. And we're going to be doing a Bible study every Friday night. And I'm looking forward. Mark's going to become more and more active, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, go ahead. Where, where are you reading from? This Revelation 15, 1 through 6. Okay. And I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels having the seven last plagues, from them that filled up the wrath of God. And I saw, as it were, a sea of glass made with fire in them that had gotten the victory over the beast, over his image, and over his mark, and over the number of his name, stand on the sea of glass, at the harps of God. And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and are thy works. Lord God Almighty, just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name, for thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee, for thy judgments are made manifest. And after that I looked, and behold, the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony of heaven was opened. And the seven angels came out of the temple, having the seven plagues, clothed in pure and white linen, having their breasts girded with golden girdles. Thank you. Okay, well, thank you, Mark. Now, we're going to sing Psalm 38, page 38, Psalm 47. Uh, 47a, uh, and then we'll go and sing one more song from the old school hymnal, and then we'll go to go into our the other part of our service. Mark, you want to start? You said what? Uh, page 38, Psalm 47a. Mm -hmm. All people clap your hands for joy. To God in triumph shout, for terrible is the Lord most high, great King the earth throughout. He brings the people under us in mastery complete, and he it is who nations all subdues beneath our feet. The land of our inheritance he chooses out for us, and he to us the glorious of Jacob, who he loves. God is the same, big with a shout, the Lord is comforting. Sing praises unto God, sing praises, sing praises to our King. For God is King of all the earth. Sing praise with understanding. 
God rules the nations, God's the sun. He's grown up holiness, a symbol in a vagrant shot. The people, princes, mine, the shields of earth belong to God. He is exalted high. Okay, the last one we're going to sing. Before we move over to the other part of our service, Uh, and we may start singing some of the Gatsby hymns, if we can come up with a couple other hymnals, Gatsby hymnals. Um, Anyway, I want to sing this song, 491, and I think it's a good question, especially when you've got all these people that are putting out these lies, you know, People are giving false cos, you know, cosmology. They're lying about the spinning globe. They're lying about free will. They're lying about uh, special revelations. They're lying about uh, all of these. The words given. The Lord's given me a word for you today. You ought to, if you want to do a study on that, Jeremiah addresses that. Basically, in a nutshell, he says, if someone comes to you saying, the Lord gave me a word for you today, basically, you know, don't listen to him. The word that God has given to us is right in the Bible. Okay? You don't have to go outside to get somebody else's word. So this is entitled, Where Could I Go? Mark, you want to start that? Living below in this old sinful world. Hardly a comfort can afford, striving alone to face temptation sore. Where could I go but to the Lord? Where could I go? Oh, where could I go? Seeking a refuge for my soul, needing a friend to save me in the end. Where could I go but to the Lord? Neighbors are sometimes kind. I love them, everyone. We sometimes get along in sweet accord. But when my soul meets manna from above, where could I go but to the Lord? Why fear is with friends I love so dear. Comfort I get from God's own word. Yet when I face the chilling and the death, where could I go to the Lord? Where could I go? Where could I go? Seeking a refuge for my soul, needing a friend to help me in the end. Where could I go to the Lord? Well, I had some more people. Join us, and uh, Mark, if you want to, we're on Talk Shoe Live, uh, Mark Kennedy. I'll see if you're over on that. I'll look on that. Yeah, you're there. You're there. Good for you, brother. Let me unmute you here. Um, i got to pull up participants, and i got to unmute Mark Kennedy. I'll bet you're right there, aren't you, Mark? Good morning, brother. <laughs> Good morning. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. That's good. Well, I'm glad I saw you on the 
Facebook Live because I was hoping you would join us. I've decided I'm just going to bring up TalkShoe every every uh, broadcast because I don't have to do a separate recording for Sherman Audio because it automatically records in MP3 format. And I was going to tell Brother Kevin he ought to start his own TalkShoe mode so he can record because it'll automatically put it in MP3 format so he can put it on Sermon Audio. Oh, so I'll, I'll, I'll relay that over to him and show him how to do that. I want to welcome all the guests that are joining us for our morning worship service on Facebook Live. We are also now live on YouTube, and people are <laughs> people are starting to say, Larry, you're becoming a social media nut. I'm now Twittering and tweeting. Okay, so we have announced our, our our broadcast, our live broadcast this morning on Twitter, and we're also now uh, part of the Reddit platform. I don't know if anybody's familiar with that, but we are available on Reddit, and um, I'm looking at a couple other platforms. You know, we're told to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every each every creature, and so we're just using the mediums that God's given us to do that. Now, some of the old school Baptists don't like it, um, but God's the one that opens doors and closes doors. We don't have anything to do with it. I'm just using, I'm just using the technology that God's provided. If He shuts it down, so be it. Okay. So, anyway, that's my thoughts on that this morning. Uh, and so, Mark, I appreciate uh, you joining us. I want to welcome uh, Dasala, William, Malcolm, uh, uh, Lee Rogers, Karuna Kumar. Uh, Francis Shalom. Um, I also want to welcome aboard uh, Joachim Fijo, Larama Ralti, uh, as well as uh, Shanthila Maldurai. And there's been a number, some other people. I can't see everybody on there, but you're all welcome. We're, we're glad that you're a part of the the, uh, the worship service this morning. Uh, Mark, I am. Uh, uh, I, we've got we got a lot of good feedback on your program, the two uh, two part program that you've already completed. Uh, on uh, the question is tithing mandatory. Uh, there were a lot of people blessed by that. There was one fellow that commented on YouTube, and he said, "I've never heard teaching like that, and it was very very beneficial." So I wanted to give you that feedback, brother. Wow, well, thank you. <laughs> so, and you know what? I haven't, I had not really heard that teaching, and I certainly didn't hear it as a young man coming up. The only teaching I heard as a young man coming up was the converse that you already uh, alluded to, you know, where people are trying to, trying to coerce people into giving. And so I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you covered that on, on, uh, around the world, brother. Maybe that'll, wake some people up that they don't have to uh, dig down deep in their sock and get their grocery money to send to some evangelist that's living high off the hog. <laughs> so, right. Right. I hope so. There's so many people yeah. deceived on that. Yeah, that's right. I I remember I had one person tell me that when they were a young person that their mom would take out their money that they would use for groceries and send it, I think it was to Oral Roberts or somebody. It's ridiculous, um, you know. 
Yeah. Wow. And, just, and we know how high off the hog Oral Roberts lived. I mean, he was, uh, uh-huh. you know, and it's just, it's just really quite a, quite a, a um, ball stockman that's purported out there. Now, I want to let yeah. everyone know, just by way of announcements before we go into our teaching, um, could you run and give me um, I wanted to let everybody know that on the 14th of this month, I think it was the 14th, it was either the 14th or the 15th, no, it was the 11th, I guess, um, we released a new book that I've been working on. I've been kind of sharing it. I've been reading it on um, Facebook Live, and um, it's it's actually 37 chapters, and it's pretty it's pretty comprehensive study. It's primarily probably 90% of it is just pure Bible, the King James version, Authorized version of the Bible, and it has to do with the subject or answering um, the affirmation: uh, God does not love everyone, but there is a but in there. He does love his elect from everlasting mm-hmm. to lasting. And it covers all, from the Old Testament all the way through the New Testament, absolute conclusive evidence validating the fact that God has a remnant that he's loved from everlasting to everlasting and mm-hmm. The flip side of that is, which people don't want to hear, is that God also has chosen not to show his love to everyone without exception. Now, we don't we don't know who those people are who ultimately will not be shown his grace. That's not our doing. What we're right. trying to do, what I'm trying to do by uh, sharing this book with everybody is stay with the true biblical doctrines that Christ taught, okay? In other words, 99%, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I saw I'll I'll, I'll scale it back to 90%. 90% of the churches today are teaching that God loves everybody. He died for everybody. He made it possible that everyone could be saved. And it's based upon their will, their human will, their choice, their decision, um, as to whether they are recipients of eternal life or not. That's a lie. That is an absolute right. lie. Now, and they if, would count... Go ahead. Go ahead, Mark. And if, they can, and if they can decide to accept salvation, they can decide to reject it as well. That's right. That's why they have to hold on to the doctrine of temporary salvation. That's why right. they don't hold on to eternal life. I saw someone post again on Facebook, you know, that once saved, always saved is a lie. Look, if you were once given eternal life, God is not going to unadopt you from his family. Guaranteed. Okay? If he chose you in him from the foundation of the world, he's not going to unchoose you. Okay? And so I want to... I also want to invite or welcome aboard 
Urkarna Wilfred, and I think I also already mentioned Francis Shaka. Um, but today, Mark uh, has agreed to help me. Well, I guess you haven't agreed this morning, but I may draft you, brother, to help me read some, uh, read some scriptures. Uh, I don't want to take my brother for granted here, you know. But uh, I want to I want to look at uh, a passage of scripture. Actually, what I'd like to do, and I've covered this before, um, you know. There's not any. You've heard this, the saying. There's nothing new under the sun, right? I mean, right. We, we've pretty we've probably pretty well covered the Bible over the last 12 years. Um, there are mm-hmm. some favorite passages that I love. What I call my go-to passages that I love because they are such a comfort uh, to us as believers. So today, what I'm going to do is we're going to look up. Um, we're going to kind of do a, a study of the 40th chapter of Isaiah. And so, Mark, if you could turn to that. And I'm, yep. going, to have Mark, I'm going to have Mark read through some of these uh, scriptures for us. And then I'm going to have Mark make comments as, as uh, things come to his mind as he reads these passages of scripture. And then also, um, I'll make some comments. I'll put my two cents in as well, okay? Um, Chapter 40 of Isaiah, and I'm going to have Mark read to start with uh, verses 1 through 8, if you would, Mark. Okay. Old Testament prophet Isaiah, one of the greatest prophets of the Old Testament, chapter 40. Verse 1, comfort ye, comfort ye my people, saith your God. Verse 2, speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem, and cry unto her that her warfare is accomplished, that her iniquity is pardoned, for she hath received of the Lord's hands double for all her sins. Verse 3, the voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Verse 4, every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain. Verse 5, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. Verse 6, the voice said, cry. And he said, What shall I cry? All flesh is grass, and all the goodness, goodliness thereof is as the flower of the field. Verse 7, The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, because the Spirit of the Lord bloweth upon it. Surely the people is grass. Verse 8, The grass withereth, and the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Isaiah chapter 40, 1 to 8. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate that. Well, You're welcome, brother. Uh, I wanted to look at this. You know, my wife was commenting the other day about when we were growing up as children, how that was very, very um, rare, okay, to hear a message where the so called preacher was 
comforting anybody. <laughs> okay? Yeah. We both were we were both brought up in what I call a terrify scare you into the kingdom environment. You know? The preacher would get up and try to try to intimidate people, try to try to make them feel like that they are less than human and mm. and there was no comfort at all given about the completed work of Jesus Christ for his people, about adoption, about substitution. Um, now, it's true that the, the Lord uses the law as a schoolmaster to bring us to Christ, to show us our unworthiness and show us our need of a Savior and show us that if, we, if we're relying upon anything in of ourselves, we're doomed, okay? It's true. But here Isaiah says, comfort ye. Now, he notice he didn't say, get up in, in front of a 50,000 uh, stadium and comfort everybody in the in the stadium and tell everybody God loves loves. No, that's not what the prophet Isaiah says. What the prophet Isaiah is saying is, comfort ye, comfort ye, my people, say mm-hmm. for God. The comfort is only to the elect children of God. That's the only that's the only ones that are going to receive comfort from the gospel. He says, speak ye comfortably. Did he say, speak ye comfortably to the whole world? No. He says, speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem. And he's speaking of spiritual Jerusalem, not the statehood of Israel over there. Okay? Speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem and cry unto her that her war is fair is accomplished, that her iniquity is pardoned, for she hath received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. Now, mm. I was sharing with someone yesterday, or maybe it was this morning on our devotional period, that when I first, when it was first revealed to me by the Holy Spirit, substitutionary atonement, what yeah. a liberating, what a liberating thought that was, Mark. I mean, I yeah. was just like, wow, you know, that explains it all. Why Christ went to the cross? He he went as a substitute. He went as my sin bearer, to bear my sins upon himself. And that's what it's talking about here. Now, in the third yeah. verse, it's talking, the third verse is talking about uh, John the Baptist was the yeah. voice of him that cried in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight way a desert, a highway for our God, meaning he prepared the way for the ministry of Jesus Christ. Yes. And he says, every valley shall be exalted. Every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the cricket shall be made straight, and the rough places plain. That explains what happened to me. <laughs> okay, whenever God revealed himself in his perfect sacrifice for Larry Phillips, every crooked place was made straight in my mind, made plain. Yeah. It all became very plain. It, it wasn't. It wasn't confusing anymore. It wasn't based on Larry Phillips and his works. And that's what he's referring to. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed. Now, a lot of people say, well, it says all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Well, 
you know, there's a scripture that says that he's appeared to all men. He's made mm-hmm. his appearance. Okay, he's made his appearance. But the question is, has he effectually called all men, Mark? <laughs> no, he hasn't. Because if, if all men were effectually called, all would answer his call. He said, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me and none can pluck them out of my hand and none can pluck them out of my father's hand. So uh, God reveals himself in nature. We see that. He says that all men are without excuse because you can see his eternal Godhead. I'm now quoting from Romans 1. By, Romans by 1, looking, yeah. Yeah, by looking at his creation. He says the voice said cry and he said what shall I cry all flesh is grass and all Mm -hmm. willingness is as the flower of grass now in another place in Isaiah he says that we are likened to grasshoppers (laughs) okay in other words have you ever have you ever uh, this this is always amazes me Okay, with the new technology out there and the cameras that are available with this Zoom technology, uh, they yeah. can go up several miles uh, above the Earth, and they can they have these high zoom cameras, and they can, for an example, they can zoom in on this old man Larry Phillips, and as they <laughs> zoom out, I'm about the size of a little ant. Okay. Yes. But when they when they zoom in, the more they zoom in, they see this fat old man, <laughs> six foot two fat old man. Okay, and he looks a little bit different once they zoom in on him than this little old peon of an ant. Now, yeah. can you imagine? Can you imagine how God God sees us in the heavens? Uh-huh. No wonder he could say they're less, they're less than grasshoppers. He said all nations, all nations are less than nothing. Okay, right. We we have a magnified view of ourselves, don't we? We think, yes. wow, we're we're really something. I I and I'm not saying this just against Donald Trump. I'm just using this example. I was watching a video on Donald Trump last night. Man, this guy thinks the sun rises and sets with Donald Trump. You talk about cops. I mean, but you know that's that's all of us, isn't it? Apart from the grace of God, we all mm-hmm. think we're we all think the sun rises and sets for Larry Phillips. <laughs> okay, let me tell you something: the sun's going to rise and set whether Larry Phillips is alive or not. Okay. Yeah. And so we have to we we need to keep our own selves in proper proper perspective. And here he says, the grass withereth, the flower fadeth, because the Spirit of the Lord bloweth upon it. And surely people, mm-hmm. surely the people is grass. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy, that should humble us. The grass withereth, in other words, the, the people withereth. The flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. When I'm, uh, and I'm going to let Mark, I'm going to shut up here in a minute and let Mark make some comments, but Whenever I hear someone talking about the Big Bang Theory and evolution, I'm amazed because I am just appalled that someone thinks that 
out of some ooze somewhere, some slime, uh, it can all come together and create human beings with intelligence, with design. Just the brain itself has thousands of functions that it can function. And all of that ooze just came together at the right time. What an absolute mockery of, of God, the Creator. Now, yeah. now it's now it's Mark Kennedy's time. Mark, I've I've talked nonstop there for about ten minutes. Now now the floor is open, brother. Go ahead. Okay. Yes. So, yes, that's the Apostle John there in verse three. I that thought that name immediately came to my mind when I was reading verse three. That's talking about the Apostle John, and then verse four. That's good. The ones that are claimed by God, they he straightens out everything in their in their life and in their mind and in their soul. The low things are leveled up, the high things are leveled down, the crooked things are made straight and everything like that. And so, yep, then verse 6, 7 and 8 where it talks about humanity is grass. That's good because the Lord made this realm and we're all in it together and time is the same for everybody. And there's only 24 hours and there's 20 there's 24 hours in the day whether you're in America, whether you're in Canada or any other nation there's 24 hours in the day. And so we that's the that's the that's the uh ultimate reality of life is that we're born and we're grow old and we're gonna leave this world someday. And I hear people say all the time, Where do you think you go when you die? I hear people say that, but here's another question that, that I don't hear and it's kind of the same if we leave the body when we die. Where do we come from before we're born? That's that's a similar type of question. So yeah. those are my thoughts at the moment. That's good. Well, that's a lot of good thoughts, brother. I'll tell you, you feel free to jump in anytime. Now, I also want to welcome aboard Rashid uh, from Pakistan. We've got we've got people from around the world that have joined us this morning. Kenya, mm -hmm. Uganda. Pakistan, India, um, Bangladesh, um, and of course a number of people from the United States as well. We want to welcome everyone aboard. Now, we're ready. I'm going to have Mark um, uh, read for us uh, verses 9, uh, Mark Kennedy read for us verses 9 down through uh, 13, and then we're going to I'm going to make some comments about that and then have Mark follow up and make his comments about it. Uh, this, by the way, I would very strongly encourage everyone, if you can, if you have the time today, read through the 40th chapter of Isaiah for yourself because I can guarantee you it will be a blessing to you. Okay? And that's what, that's the purpose of our, of this ministry here that God has called Mark and myself to, and that is um, to be a blessing. God's people to to, uh, 
to build them up in the most holy faith, to edify them, and to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. So the ninth chapter through the 13th chapter, I mean ninth verse through the 13th verse, uh, Mark. Okay, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 9. O Zion that bringest good tidings, get thee up into the high mountains, mountains, Get thee up into the high mountain. O Jerusalem, that bringeth good tidings, lift up thy voice with strength. Lift it up. Be not afraid. Say unto the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Verse 10, Behold the Lord God will come with strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold his reward is with him, and his work before him. Verse 11, he shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and shall gently lead those that are with young. Verse 12, who hath measured the waters in the hollow of his hand and meted out heaven with the span and comprehended the dust of the earth in a measure and weighed the mountains in scales, and the hills in a balance. Verse 13, who hath directed the spirit of the Lord, or being his counselor, hath taught him? Well, there's a lot in that, but in verse 9 we see that yes. uh, good tidings are being brought, okay, Uh you know, a lot of people say, well, if you if you make the right decisions and you make the right choices and you let Jesus into your heart, then, you know, then things may work out. No, no. It says here that the good tidings have been brought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Another, another scripture talks about obtaining salvation. We've obtained it. Okay? It's a gift. It's a gift. He says, O Jerusalem, that bringest good tidings, lift up thy voice with strength. Lift it up. Be not afraid. Say unto the cities of Judah. Now, the cities of Judah can be uh, used metaphorically to speak of all of God's children. Say to all of God's children, Behold your God. Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God will come with strong hand, and his arms shall rule for him. That is speaking of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's who it's speaking of. It says, Behold, his reward is with him, and his work is before him. What does that mean? Well, he was slain from the foundation of the world, another passage tells us. Mm -hmm. You know, was an eternal covenant between the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit before creation that Jesus Christ would come and save a remnant for himself out of that whole creation. That's what it means when it says his reward is his work is before him. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. Now we we have many other instances of this example of Christ being the great shepherd of the sheep. We see it not only in Psalm 23, we see it in Psalm 10, uh, in John 10, we see it in John 6. 
my sheep hear my voice and they follow me, okay? We see many, many instances of the great shepherd. And it says here that he shall gather the lambs, okay? We don't gather ourselves. We don't make right. a decision of our own free will. He's the one that does the gathering. He shall gather yeah. his lambs with his arms and carry them. There's preservation, okay? Mm-hmm. Those people yeah. that say, well, God God will lift you up, but, you know, I don't know if you all have seen when I was a kid, they had a, a picture with Jesus helping kids, I think they were in his arms and he was carrying them across the bridge, okay? Can you imagine Jesus dropping us in the middle of the bridge? (laughs) This says, he shall gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and gently lead those that are with young. You know, there's another scripture that talks about underneath us are the everlasting arms of God. Not he doesn't he doesn't start out carrying us and then all of a sudden think, Oh, this is too heavy of a load. I'm gonna just I'm just gonna leave him here. You know? No, he doesn't leave us. Who hath measured the waters in the hollow of his hand and made it out the heavens with a span and comprehended the dust of the earth in a measure, and weighed the mountains and the scales and the hills in the balance? You know, there's a lot of people that think they're very intelligent and they can tell you uh, all about how this earth was created and all about, you know, the planets and all about outer space and all kind of things. Oh, but yeah. Just ask, ask a question. And the question is basically affirming that man doesn't have the ability to do all these things. That's what it's saying. Who's measured yeah. the water in the his hand. Who's meted out the heavens with the span? Who can comprehend Almighty God, the creator of heaven and earth? Who can comprehend it? Okay. And then in 13, I like that one a lot. Who hath directed mm-hmm. the Spirit of the Lord? There's a lot of people out there that are trying to direct the Holy Spirit. I command you in the name of Jesus, blah, blah, blah. I decree mm-hmm. this. I decree No, no. No one directs the Holy Spirit of God. God is his own director. He says yeah. in another passage, he works all things after the counsel of his own will. Who hath yeah. known the mind of the Who hath been his counselor? Who's meted out right. to him? And so we've got it backwards in our society. Look, the creator is not, not dependent upon his creation. The creation is dependent upon the creator. Let's get it straight, okay? And then he says, so now, Mark, it's your turn to give us your thoughts on these uh, verses 9 through 13. Oh, yes. Uh, Verse 13, I'm I'm reminded of that other scripture that you hear, that one that says you hear the sound of the wind, but you can't tell where it's coming from or where it's going. And and the Holy Spirit is the same way. I'm reminded of that scripture. And then verse 12, that's nice. I like that one because God has set the bounds of the ocean. You can come this far, he said, to the waves, and then you cannot come any farther than that. And God has set the 
pillars of the earth and put the foundation of the earth on it and set up everything, the mountains, the land he made for us bipedal creatures to walk on, and he made the ocean for the things in the ocean, and every creature has been assigned its uh, domain. And when, when creatures that God designed for one domain try to go into the other domain, like when man tries to go into the sea, then bad things happen. And so, yep, and then he he takes care of everything. So that's my thoughts at the moment. Well, that's very good. That's very good. I want to take a minute and welcome a very, very special guest that's joined us. And I don't know if she knows how special she is, but I'm going to let her know how special she is. And that's Soraya Rice. Race, I hope I'm saying that right. Soraya has been a friend of mine on Facebook for years, and what a blessing she has been. Soraya, it's a joy to have you with us because um, she posts a lot of Philpott's devotionals. I don't know how many on here know J.C. Philpott, but he's a phenomenal teacher of the Word of God. And Soraya also opposed to a lot of other really good teachers like Pacifico and different uh, people can now. And the Soraya is a good friend of mine. Uh, other friend of ours is Rose. Um, we call her uh, the Rose the Rose from the UK. She's well known on the Internet. And Soraya, give Rose my love and our regards. What a beautiful story of friendship that can develop over social media. You know, social media is not all bad, okay? We've developed some really close friends. Uh, and Soraya has also a friend of mine, a mutual friend of mine, Mike McGinnis. And I love Mike and I love his sermons. Uh, and he's on Sermon Audio just for all of you people that might have an interest. So, Soraya, we were really uh, honored to have you to be a part of this worship service this morning. Also, I want to invite Eva Endis as well as Cynthia Madariah. We had a, a real good group uh, this morning join us. Now we are we are moving on into the 14th verse. Now I'm not going to be able to get all the way through this 40th chapter. It's such a beautiful, beautiful chapter. But the problem is. I don't want to overstay my welcome for, with you people. In other words, I don't want to. We've gone 47 minutes already, and so I'm gonna. We're gonna bring this. We're gonna continue this next Sunday, uh, but I'm gonna. I want to go ahead and work down from 14 through 17. We're gonna do those three verses, and then we're gonna conclude with a final uh, uh, hymn. Um, and so, if Mark, if you could read 14 through 17 for us, and then we'll make comments on that and, and kind of bring this down to a closure. Okay, verse 14 continues with what verse 13 started. I'm going to backtrack real quick. Verse 13 started, who has directed the spirit of the Lord, or being his counselor has taught him. And then verse 14 starts. 
In Isaiah chapter 40, verse 14, with whom took he counsel and who instructed him and taught him in the path of judgment and taught him knowledge and showed to him the way of understanding? <clears throat> verse 15, behold, the nations are as a drop of the bucket. There's that scripture, Larry. Verse 15, behold, the nations are as a drop of a bucket and are counted as the small dust of the balance. Behold, he taketh up the isles as a very little thing. Verse 16, and Lebanon is not sufficient to burn, nor the beasts thereof sufficient for a burnt offering. Verse 17, all nations before him are as nothing, and they are counted him to him less than nothing and vanity. Wow. <laughs> you know, <laughs> as I was looking at verse 14, and by the way, uh, I want to also welcome aboard David Hutchings, who's joined us as well. Um, you know, think about this. Can you imagine teaching the God of the universe anything? <laughs> right. That's that's why the that's why the prophet Isaiah asked this question. You know, who instructed him? Who taught him the path of judgment? Taught him knowledge. By the way, you'll find this same kind of theme running throughout the book of Job, where God mm -hmm. is God is talking to Job and asking him all these questions and asking him, you know, have you looked at the snowflake? Okay, who designed the lovely snowflake? You know, yeah. it's good for us to think about the magnificence of God, to think about his magnificence. Behold, the nations are a drop of a bucket. You know, mm. oftentimes use that expression, you know, in today's vernacular. That's like a drop in the bucket to me, right? <laughs> okay, so we will say, we'll say something, well, did you hear about this? Well, that doesn't mean anything to me. That's like a drop in the bucket, you know? <laughs> well... Behold, the nations are as a drop of a bucket to God. Think about it. A drop in a bucket. We make all these big deals about all of our plans, our career plans, our recreational right. plans, our vacation plans, our planning out our college, planning out all this, planning. You know what? The whole nations, multiple nations, it says, are like a drop mm -hmm. of a bucket to God. You know, right. so, you know, it kind of reminds me, you know, whenever people, uh, when I was a, a child coming up, they had this thing called PLOM theory, <laughs> PLOM, P-L-O-M. And they'd say, oh, you're into the PLOM theory. And I go, what you talking about? They go, poor little old me. <laughs> okay. People, people are, <laughs> people are so into themselves. And I'm speaking to my, we all are. Every one of us, okay? Yes. And anyway, he said he goes on and he says in verse 16, Lebanon is not even sufficient to burn, nor the beast thereof sufficient for a burnt offering. Right. Everybody talks about Lebanon today or Syria. You know, look, mm -hmm. I, God has given me a burden for a lot of these countries. I just posted this morning, I got two or three prayer requests. 
and you know, I my heart goes out to the people in Pakistan and Kenya and Uganda and India, and my heart goes out to to every one of these brothers and sisters in Christ. Okay, and you are in our prayers. But you know what? The point is, we have to keep things. And then I'm going to read 18, and we're going to stop. To whom, to whom then will you liken God? Or what likeness will you compare unto him? That's the question we're asking this morning. There's nothing that compares with our sovereign God. Nothing. 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 <laughs> nothing. And so our, our confidence and our rest is in sovereign God. Uh, Mark, any final words you have before we sing a final hymn? Um, on that verse 18, God is, God is incomparable. And the, the fact that God is eternal, he had no beginning. He's not a creature. Doesn't, he has no needs. The fact that God is eternal, he had no beginning. Our finite human mind cannot conceive of a spiritual beginning, uh, of a spiritual being that always existed, that had no beginning, because everything in this realm has a beginning and an end. So our finite human minds cannot conceive of an eternal being that always existed and had no beginning and does not need anything like food, sleep, whatnot. Our finite human mind cannot comprehend the magnitude of the reality of the existence of God. It's like trying to comprehend the magnitude of, an o- of the ocean from a bucket of ocean water. There you go. That's good. That's really good. Well, you know what? We've had a lot a lot of more people join us. Johanna Emmanuel, ACL Francis Perez, Shanta Thaya Maduraya. Uh, Welcome all. all of you. Yeah, all of you folks have been a blessing uh, to us. Joe Compile, Larama Lalti, all of you guys um, are very much welcome. Puspilis Lumu, and I can't uh, I cannot call all of your names, but we have enjoyed your your fellowship this morning, and we hope that this has been a blessing. We hope that uh, God has been glorified in everything that's been said. Now, the last hymn that we're going to sing, there's a fella that uh, lives down here, or he's now deceased. But he lives just around the corner from down here in Pineville, Missouri. His name is Albert E. Brumley. And they have a building that's called the Albert E. Brumley Memorial. Now, I'm not exalting Albert E. Brumley. I'm just giving you a little background because he lives right, or he lived right down here where we live. He wrote a lot of songs. Uh, I do not agree with his doctrine. He was an Arminian. You know, he was a free willer. Some of the songs are, God revealed some things to Albert. He wrote, Albert E. Brenley wrote, I'll Fly Away. Everybody's heard that song pretty much. I'll Fly Away, Oh Glory. Okay. Albert E. Brenley wrote a number of songs. Well, we're going to sing a song. It's called Jesus Hold My Hand. Now, listen, I just want to say this. For all of, uh, (laughs) for all of, uh, 
those that are listening, let me just say this. If you are God's child, he will and is holding your hand, okay? It's a guarantee. He is underneath you are the everlasting arms of God. However, as we listen to the words of this, um, this is kind of a prayer song. In other words, it's it's crying out to God, realizing our own insignificance and our need of Him. So we're going to sing this. It's it's 449, and it's in the old school hymnal, and it's called. I don't know if you can see that or not. Not very good at doing this. Here we go. Jesus, hold my hand. Mark, you want to start that? Yes. We got two marks here, so don't get confused. Okay. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Mark. As I travel through this pilgrim land, there is a friend who walks with me, leads me safely through the sinking sand. It is the Christ of Calvary. This would be my prayer, dear Lord, each day to help me do the best I can. For I need thy life to guide me day and night. Blessed Jesus, hold my hand. Blessed Jesus, hold my hand. Guide me every hour. Protect me by thy power. Hear my people plead. Oh Lord, look down on me. When I kneel in prayer, I hope to meet you there. Blessed Jesus, oh my hand. Now, I want to raise that up a little bit. Mark has a tendency to start a little bit low sometimes. Let me travel in the light divine that I may see the blessed way. Keep me that I may be holy, I sing redemption song someday. I will be a soldier brave and true and ever firmly take a stand. As I onward go and daily meet the foe, blessed Jesus, hold my hand. When I wander through the valley, then toward the setting of the sun, lead me safely to a land of rest when all my race on earth have run. You have put your faith in me, dear Lord, that I may reach the golden strength. There's no other friend on him I can depend. Blessed Jesus, hold my hand. Blessed Jesus, hold my hand. I need thee every hour. Through this pilgrim land, protect me by thy power. Hear my people plead. Oh Lord, look out on me. When I kneel in prayer, I hope to meet you there. Blessed Jesus, hold my hand. Well, we want to thank you all for joining us. I want to thank Mark for being a co-laborer 
with me this morning, brother. I really enjoy that. It's nice to have a companion in the Lord. Yes, it is. Oh, uh, and I want to thank all of our brothers and sisters who have joined us as well. I'm going to end this call now. Uh, I'll start by saying uh, have a great afternoon, and we'll look forward to seeing you tonight, Brother Mark. Yes, yes. So we'll uh, we'll talk with you this evening. God bless. All right. God bless you, Brother Larry, and God bless our audience. God bless each and every one of you. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Amen. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.